This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the grains. Short-term corn and soybean price trends are sideways. After extended uptrends, that would be considered rest. They are waiting on major USDA stocks and planning intention reports due at the end of the month. Regions of the central U.S. has gotten some needed soaking rain benefiting winter wheat, and others have not. The Dakotas are being referred to as dry. The general dry conditions could help get crops planted on time. The trade is planning that there will be virtually no prevent plant this season in their acreage forecast. The weather pattern is shifting in South America, where northern Brazil, which has been waterlogged, is drying out, while Argentina was stabilized with some rain. The Brazilian second crop corn is vulnerable because of a very poor start. It would be like planting the crop late in June and going dry into July, as comparison to our growing season. Will history rhyme with the Russian great grain robbery of the 1970s? China and other export buyers have already purchased the corn and soybeans, that USDA said would be sold for export of this entire marketing year, ending next September, with months yet to go. Back then, Russia bought large quantities of wheat from several commercial grain companies in 1973, totaling 10 million metric tons, making each grain commercial think that they had the only order. The commercials went to the Chicago Board of Trade to cover the purchases and futures, but it quickly dawns on them that these commercials did not have the physical supply in hand to fulfill the contracts. Russia wanted physical wheat, not paper. Suddenly, commercial grain companies were calling elevators, and the elevators were calling farmers to see if they had wheat for sale. The basis responded like you think that it would. So here we are, full circle. Will history repeat itself? Commercial grain companies would have covered these sales to China and the Chicago Board of Trade, But do they have the physical supply acquired yet? Chinese U.S. corn purchases are pushing 25 million metric ton. I'm told that they will continue to buy more, although not in the quantity reported last week, 4 million metric ton. Chinese corn imports are likely to total 33 to 35 million metric tons. USDA just lags, lags, lags with its export forecast so that they are covering up what I think could turn out to be a very real supply crisis as the corn balance sheet implodes and the soybean balance sheet goes to a negative carryover that requires rationing. Are the commercials going to need to buy what farmers have left in bands to meet their physical commitment? The quarterly stocks report will be looked at to see where the grain is positioned. Farmers reportedly do not own a lot of what is left, but the market will need every bushel over pipeline supply to meet demand commitments. Continuing on the grains, this old crop supply tightness cannot be fixed with a bearish new crop acreage report. It would seem improbable, if not impossible, that we can plant enough acres to end the demand bull market this marketing season. I think that it will take another huge crop in Brazil next year before supply can outstrip and weigh on demand again. China made significant purchases of U.S. commodities ahead of the first summit in Anchorage. The tone of that meeting went so poorly that the trade will want to see more purchases to be reassured that nothing changed. Differences of opinion were openly exchanged on many topics at the meeting, which is a nice way of saying it. These opinions were long held, just not transparently laid on the table. Henry Kissinger says that the two sides are in the foothills of a Cold War, climbing. Now each side knows where the other stands, no pretense. 
on the cattle. Friday's March cattle on the feed report did not have as bearish a marketing number as I thought that it might at 98%, but there are 2% more cattle on feed in total. Nearly 30% of them have been on feed 150 days or longer, and feedlots are getting less rather than more current on marketings. Packers killed 624,000 head last week. That was the bearish number. It was 36,000 less than a year ago. That is 3.3% less, so it means that the marketing rate, off 2% last month, is slowing further. Placements were also off 2%, which says that when feedlots emptied a pen, they refilled it. Graph demand will now be competition with feedlots for feeder cattle. A slower kill means slowing beef production into a period of what should be improving seasonal demand. By throttling back the kill, packers keep feedlots bulging with front-end supply, Well, they also clean up the product market, which so they have leverage with retailers. Their margin just rolls in from both sides. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.